one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Today we have a crazy relationship topic of a partner lying about their name. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my female 30, boyfriend male 35, of one and a half years, wants to have dinner with his ex-girlfriend and her mother. As the title says, my boyfriend of one and a half years wants to have dinner with his ex-girlfriend and her mother. In the beginning of our relationship, he hadn't completely moved on from his breakup, and he used to constantly bring up his ex and talk about her. After a certain period, it got better and he moved on from his past relationship. I did get a feeling that I was a rebound for him and confronted him several times, but he never admitted it and our relationship did get better. Now all of a sudden, the mother of his ex is in town and wants to meet for dinner. To be honest, I'm not completely okay with it, and this makes me very uncomfortable. I cannot prevent him from meeting people from his past, and I don't want to do that. I really don't know what to do. Advice? Edit, my relationship with my boyfriend has no overlap with his past relationship. They were together for three years and when he proposed to his ex, she answered, maybe, but after a while they broke up. We matched on Bumble three to four months after his last breakup. He was going through a rough time and I didn't want to abandon him completely, so I decided to support him in moving on before considering breaking up. During this process, we both became attached to each other and it evolved into a normal relationship. From the beginning, he never admitted that he was still in love with her, but he did only talk about their breakup. I believe this contributed to my insecurities. More info, he mentioned that he was invited by his ex's mother. He says that she lives halfway around the world and it's a good opportunity to meet her since she's already here on vacation. Edit to, apparently ex has to be there because the mother cannot speak German or English, so the ex has to be there to translate from Indonesian to German. I asked if I could go and he said that no. He thinks that could lead to drama in the restaurant, either by me or the ex. Any one of us could start causing the drama there. Personally, I cannot believe that he thinks I'm capable of being so childish. I think the problem here is OP's being left with no clear idea of what that relationship is now. I mean between the boyfriend and their ex. I mean, it's one thing to be friends with your ex, I think it can happen. And if it hasn't been all laid out, I understand why it would be something that you would be apprehensive with. The problem is when you say, oh, can I tag along, they just immediately go, oh, that's a very bad idea. There's no elaboration on any of it. I understand if they got close to their ex's mom, but they can't. What good are they doing not communicating about any of it? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, 30-year-old male boyfriend refuses to go out with me because he has to work, then goes on a trip with the boys, then again is too busy with work to call me, 26-year-old female. Nine months, long-distance relationship who meet frequently. He's from my city, so his family is here, but works abroad. He can work from home, so he comes here often. So, my boyfriend spent most of last month traveling with his friends, then he went on a vacation with family, then he came to my city, then a family emergency happened so he didn't work then. We haven't seen each other for two months. We met once, and then I was home alone for a week. 
He only came once, although I asked him to come every day. He didn't because he had to work and was stressed. We didn't meet later like twice for dinner, although I wanted something more fun than just eat, but he couldn't because he was busy or whatever excuse he had. Then three days later, he goes on a five days trip with the boys and now he's back to his place in another country. I asked if we could call. He said he's busy with work and if he finished early, he'd call me. He always does this when he doesn't want to do something. Then of course he texted me six hours later saying he can't call and he'd call tomorrow. Then when I get mad because I don't feel like a priority, I'm not understanding enough. Do you guys see that I'm not a priority too? Or am I just expecting too much from him? Yeah, to be honest, this guy is clearly hiding behind this excuse. I don't know if it's like a long distance burnout thing where you're constantly being asked to FaceTime or call or whatnot, and it just gets mentally exhausting after a while. It's just so different when you're physically in person. You don't have to send a message and request time. You're already there, right? I'm not saying OP's wrong. I'm just kind of spitballing why he would be that way. But I do agree with OP. They are not a priority to this guy. And honestly, it's impressive how little they're wanting to do. I'm just saying if you line up 10 average guys and you tell them your girlfriend is home alone and is asking you to come over every day, I feel like most of them would do a lot more than what this guy did. Our next story is, girlfriend broke up with me and wants to get back together. 19 year old male and my girlfriend 19 year old female, we were best friends and she was the closest friend I had. And eventually she asked me out and we started dating. She is the most amazing person I ever met and has always been there for me. But since we're both in college and there's a lot of events and parties and we both end up skipping out a lot of things to just hang out. Especially she only gets two hours in the evening free after college and then she has to go back to her hostel due to curfew. She called me and told me she wants to break up with me. She said she wanted to say this to me before but she never had the courage. She felt like breaking up with me for the past couple months. We cried a lot on the phone call. She said she wants to participate in a lot of events and spend a lot more time with her friends and she's been missing out on a lot of things. She told me she enjoys hanging out with her friends more than with me. She was hanging out this much with me just because I'd be sad if she didn't hang out with me. And we broke up. It hurt me a lot because she was my best friend. She is the closest friend I ever had and the only person I truly opened up to. It was so hard. When she told me she wants to break up, My hands were literally shivering and stuff. I puked everything I ate for dinner. I couldn't even walk or talk. It hurt me so bad. It was the day I cried the most. But later the same day, she tells me she made a mistake. And she doesn't want to lose me, wants to get back together. I love her so much, but I don't know what to do. I want to be with her, but I'm not sure I want a girl who wants me one day and the other day decides she wants other things and breaks up. But I don't want to lose her as my friend. I'm not judging, but it definitely feels like a stereotypical 19-year-old relationship. Honestly, I think most people around that age had a relationship where they were like, this is the one, this is my soulmate, we're going all the way. And most of them don't end up being that. If I spoke to OP, all I would say is, be very careful what you do, because you don't want to run right back into something that's just going to break your heart even harder if it flakes off yet again real quick. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Whatever went wrong to cause that breakup, that should be thoroughly discussed before considering it. Our next story is, I'm going on a date, but did I read the sign wrong? I, 19-year-old female, was studying at the library on campus, and this guy, 22-year-old male, comes over to ask if I had a pen that he could borrow. Well, he got there first, and he was already studying when I sat down, so I thought he had intentions more than just a pen. He's pretty cute, so I was thinking about how I could either get his contact or give him mine. I had to leave after about an hour, and I didn't want to disrupt him studying, so I told him that he didn't need to give me my pen back, but he insisted on returning it, so I gave him my number. He said thank you over and over again. I would have just casually said, no problem, or you're welcome, but instead I said, of course, in a pretty excited tone and a blushing face I feel like, and got kind of self-conscious about it, if that was too much or not. Anyways, he immediately texts me as soon as I leave, thanking me again and that he'd give back the pen this week. I replied back in a friendly tone because of the thought that I may have overreacted and regretted not putting more of flirty innuendos. So once he replies back, I go, Is the pen coming back with a coffee? And he responds in a reciprocating way. We're meeting this week and I told him I kept the evening clear for us, in case we end up going for dinner. After that, we've texted some more, which I think went pretty well. But after ending my text saying I couldn't be as busy as him while he's a post-grad and I'm only an undergrad, he took hours to reply back. And I did too. Was he just trying to match my energy or just busy? I took that long because I didn't know what I should say or I was just blushing with my phone in my hands. So I guess my question comes down to these two. He's a grad student, law specifically, and it's my first time going on a date with someone years older than me. Does it sound like he thinks I'm a kid? Before I left when I was briefly chatting with him, he asked if I was also a law student. Maybe he just wanted to make another law student friend? From what I said, it is likely that he only wanted to make a friend in the same program but I took it wrong and he ended up just agreeing to the date? I mean, maybe the most mentally painful but realistic solution would be to talk to the guy? I'm no professional, but my sage advice is if you are genuinely interested in somebody, 
Take the shot rather than just regret it for the rest of your life. Don't even worry about the worst they can say is no thing. If they said ew or yeah right or whatever, then that should be a reassuring thing just because you know that that is an awful person. I don't think any of that would happen to OP regardless, but if you're interested in the guy still, don't be afraid to initiate a little bit more and be a little bit more upfront with wanting to see where things go. Our next story is my 30-year-old female, boyfriend 32-year-old male, doesn't want to travel with my family. My boyfriend doesn't want to travel with my family. Long story short, my boyfriend works as a contractor, so unlike me, he doesn't get paid time off work. It's September now, and my mother presented an idea to pay for my brother and his girlfriend and my boyfriend and I to go on a family trip for a week to Mexico in the new year. My mom wanted to offer this as a Christmas present to us all. She's doing well financially and is the type who just wants to give to other people. I asked my boyfriend once I got home if he was interested in this, and I got an instant no. He said his reasoning is that he already takes a week off at Christmas time, unpaid, and he can't take another week off in the new year in January. I told my mom this and she said we could do the trip later into the year, at a time that worked best for him, as she was flexible. I told him this and he still said no. I know being an independent employee, it's hard with no vacation pay. We live together and I asked if I could perhaps pay our rent and get the groceries on the month that we go on the trip. I make pretty good money and it wouldn't be a stress on me to do that, so he could come. He still said no and got defensive and said he can't afford to do it. He said he didn't feel comfortable with me paying for his stuff, rent and half of the groceries, and got super defensive. I asked if there was any way he could save up for the trip since it could be quite a few months in advance. And he said no because his summer was a low season with his work and he's playing catch up now. Anyway, I got to a point where I'd offered solutions, but I didn't want to push forward more because I didn't want to come off as pressuring him into doing something he didn't want to do. But I am really disappointed he isn't willing to make it work. He's done a small weekend getaway with my family once before, so I don't think he has a problem with them, but I can't help but to think he doesn't want to go. It's a totally free vacation, and I don't see why he wouldn't want to go as it's such a generous opportunity. Anyway, I told my mother that it was a hard no for absolutely any time we could go. He just won't come, and she was really offended and hurt. She offered to change it to any date, and even offered to pay for our groceries or help us with rent if it helped us go. I told him that I'm definitely going to come, but that I can't get him to bunch. She accepted it, but I can tell she's thrown off by his instant no for a gift she wanted to give him. My question is, has anyone else gone through this? A part of me also suspects that because he hasn't done a lot of traveling before, traveling might make him anxious and that there's more to it than this, but I am disappointed because I've always thought having a partner to travel with family would be nice. I also am worried it's come across as rude to my mother and I feel bad and like the middle person. I don't want to talk to him about it further because I could tell my persistence was already coming off as being pushy and I don't want to start tension over this. My mom feels it's odd and rude that he's unwilling to do it at any point during 2024. I'll add, my boyfriend is polite to my family and does see them when he needs to. There isn't like a big tension with them and he's a good partner. I'm just frustrated because one of our biggest struggles is that I love to travel and we can never afford to. So I was excited because I saw this trip as a chance for us to travel without the burden of the cost of it. I do really feel for OP here because it's a great opportunity and all they want is to spend this time with their partner and their family. 
I too would really like to understand why they feel the way they do. I completely understand if it makes them anxious, if they're just more of a homebody and don't want to deal with the hassle of moving, but without any communication, it's just coming off so roughly. I mean, does he deserve harsh opinions and stuff? Probably not. But man, you'd really just like to understand why. I mean, it's one thing if they invited him and he said no and didn't want to explain further, but you're his partner. Our next story is, girlfriend, 20-year-old female, always accuses me, 20-year-old male, of cheating. We've been together for almost two years now, and multiple times she's jokingly accused me of cheating, but gets genuinely upset whenever I don't defend myself, even over small things. She finds a way to make it seem like I'm unfaithful. The most recent incident was when I recommended Game of Thrones to her because I really enjoyed it before. She watched 30 minutes of it and immediately concluded that the only reason I enjoyed it was because there's naked women in it and got all sour with me. It's really starting to get to me and I'm getting tired. That kind of behavior would get really old to me too. I mean, if you enjoy the Game of Thrones scenes, I think that's just kind of human. You're an adult male. It's not like you're out there licking the TV screen or something. The insecurity and the jealousy being expressed here is just way over the top. Either they're going to have to learn to handle those emotions better, or I think it easily has the ability to tank the entire relationship if it keeps going. I mean, how can you keep on going in a relationship if you look or even associate with somebody of the opposite gender and immediately get a beatdown verbally because you're cheating or, oh, you're interested in her? Or, oh, you're attracted to another human female. I just don't think it's realistic. Our next story is, my 26-year-old male relationships keep ending because of a health issue I have? How do I properly warn my partner so they won't eventually leave me? Long story short, I have stomach issues and gastritis. Basically, during a bad flare-up, I'll be very nauseous for a couple of days to weeks at a time. And it makes it hard for me to do anything. Before I get into a relationship with anyone, I always warn them about this and I say something along the lines of, there will be times when I'm unavailable to do anything or we might have to cancel plans because of how I feel, but I'll try my best to push through it and do things and I'm always available to hang out at my place if you would rather do that instead. Despite doing this, my last four relationships since I've been diagnosed have ended because the girl has realized that they don't want to be held back by me and would rather have someone that's normal. And even in my last relationship that just ended, she cheated on me and was using dating apps looking for an upgrade because she realized she couldn't live an active life with you if you're going to have these issues. My question is how do I make it crystal clear to these people about what they're getting into? It's so lame to be putting myself out there and communicating the best I can and still being shot in the foot about something I can't control and nobody seems to be patient or caring enough to stick it out with me. My situation has gotten 10 times better than when it first started, so eventually I think it will be a non-issue, but I don't want to not put myself out there while I'm still struggling with it. Man, you can't hear this story and not feel bad for OP when they're going into this communicating as best as they can and they're still getting burnt left and right. I mean, obviously, when you bring this up, getting into a relationship, you don't want to stress it to the point where like you're scaring away people being like grabbing their shoulders and being like, you gotta be sure you really want this. But yeah, how do you get it across to them that it's going to be an issue? And if it's insurmountable thinking about putting up with that time and time again, 
then respectfully not going forward is the best option. Maybe stressing the fact that it can be weeks at a time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Maybe multiple months in a row? Maybe the other half is looking for people that might kind of coexist with these conditions a little bit better. Somebody that is okay spending time at home, honestly, for weeks at a time. I mean, I just don't think it's realistic long term to be with somebody who wants to be active and going out all the time while dealing with a condition that keeps you in the home for weeks at a time. Our next story is, is this proof my family hates me? I, 27-year-old female, am moderately healthy and active, and I just suffered a sudden and painful fall. I cried out loudly and heard someone say, what happened? I said I was in pain and that I needed help getting up. My spine was hurt. It took me 5 minutes of struggling just to sit up, and it took me 2 minutes to stumble 15 feet to where the rest of my family were. They, mom 50, sister 29, mom's boyfriend 60, were on their phones and talking to each other. When I asked them for help, they laughed and walked away. They made fun of me and rolled their eyes. It took me another minute to get to the kitchen, 5 feet, to search for the pain medication. While I was still in the kitchen, mom told my sister to turn off the house lights for bedtime, and she turned them all off, including the kitchen lights while I was looking for medicine. It very well could be proof that your family hates you, it could be very well proof that they just don't care. Either way, this all just straight up reeks. Honestly, I hope at some point OP is able to get away from these people. Our next story is, after I felt hurt, boyfriend says he's not objectively wrong. I'm really stuck with my 31-year-old female, long-distance boyfriend, 33-year-old male, of one year, over our inability to deal with conflict. We see each other about once a month, so we don't get a lot of chances to address our arguments. The big problem is that, when I feel hurt or dismissed, I try to bring up how I feel and explain why his actions made me feel that way, but I typically get the same response, along the lines of, I'm sorry you feel hurt, but I did nothing objectively wrong. Recently, my life got really hard right before I was set to visit him. Before I traveled, I told him that I was hurt because I had tried to be in touch more during that time, and that I wish he had communicated more with me to check in because it would have made me feel cared for during a rough time. He said, I know you've had a really tough time, and I'm so sorry for that, but I don't think I'm objectively wrong. You just didn't get as much contact as you wanted. He then said, if you're going to approach me or our time together feeling upset, then we should reconsider you coming out. Suddenly, I was doubly hurt. Not only did I feel dismissed, I felt hurt that he was now willing to threaten our trip over it, and I felt lonelier than ever. What should I do? Is there hope? When things are good, things are great, but I'm also really concerned by his behavior. I would say that this is a pretty big red flag. I mean, for them to just redirect this whole thing in such a stark, strong-armed way, you just express how you're feeling and how you want some more time and whatnot. And they immediately go, nope, nope, I'm not objectively wrong. This is all you. And if you're going to have emotions and approach me about them, then let's rethink you even visiting. 
This guy wants an on-demand AI girlfriend. This next story is guy, 29-year-old male, who I, 24-year-old female, am seeing, asked if I sleep around. I, 24-year-old female, really like a guy, 29-year-old male, I've gone on three dates with. Even though I'm a virgin, not that it matters, but grew up super religious and have a lot of internalized shame still. I have a bit of a reputation for being a party girl in our city. I do go out a lot. I hope this doesn't come off as conceited, but I know I'm attractive, and I use that to my advantage to cut the line at bars and clubs, get free tickets to concerts, shows, etc. Might sound escort-y, but it's pretty standard New York City stuff. And this guy knows that because we run in similar circles, so I totally understand why he might think of me a certain way. Him and I have fooled around a bit the past two times I've seen him, and he's asked me if I hook up with guys a lot when I'm out. I was really taken aback but brushed it off and told him that I'm actually a virgin. I could detect that he didn't really believe me, but we moved past it. This weekend, we tried meeting up while we were both out with our friends on Saturday night. We ended up not meeting up, and he messaged me the next day asking if I hooked up with anyone that night. Then today, I bumped into him while I was getting lunch with a guy friend, and he just messaged me asking if I was sleeping with that guy. Is this normal behavior? Should I be offended? I'm worried I'm giving off the wrong vibe. I really like this guy, but maybe it's not a good fit. Maybe should also add, this guy comes from an uber-rich family that's in the public eye, and I don't think he was ever told no, and is very obsessed with image as a result. Is it normal for a guy who, I don't know if you're actually dating or not, but is it normal for a guy that's at least interested to constantly be like, are you sleeping with that guy? Are you sleeping with that guy? Are you banging that guy? What was your banging schedule like for the last two weeks? Is it normal? No, not really. What's your monthly average? You got a yearly high score? I think what would concern me the most is just the assumptions of who you are. Personally, they just seem very judgy, like they have this picture of who everybody is, and we'll just jump into that and assume that is the way it is. This next story is, my ex wants to borrow my car at an inconvenience to me. My ex, 41-year-old male, recently broke up with me, 36-year-old female, after two and a half years. I was devastated when it happened, but also a little relieved that he finally stopped stringing me along. For a year, this man has been progressively more cruel, verbally abusive, and emotionally distant. It started very abruptly with an extremely angry outburst on vacation because I was speaking to homeless people. This is something I've always done if engaged. It's not hard to be kind and offer help if I can give it. He wasn't angry because he thought I was in danger. These outbursts and anger became more frequent. About three months after this trigger event, I started getting that he's cheating feeling. Eventually I came out and told him if he felt he couldn't be with me or wanted to be with someone else, he just had to say so. And I would move out and there'd be no more about it. Always the same answer, but the behavior never changed and I just kept hoping it would. Anyway, days after we broke up, I discovered the cheating dating back to March of this year and likely before. It hurt a lot to learn this, but you know what? Now I know, and it wasn't just insecurity and paranoia. We've been broken up just under a month, and this man has the audacity to ask to borrow my car before his DUI house arrest hearing to get groceries and other supplies since his truck is still in the shop. With the abuse was also a massive uptick in drinking that led to a DUI. Now my gut instinct was to say yes, because I'm hung up on this person, and I'm generally pretty generous, but he lost girlfriend privileges. Why in the heck would he ask me? He broke my heart, abused my trust, and emotionally abused me. On top of that, 
His best friend has two cars and lives two blocks away. I live 30 minutes away and would have to drive to him, Uber home, and then Uber to get my car back the next day. This fool broke up with me and I moved out days later. He upended my life with his nonsense. Crap, he could have his groceries delivered. Is this man really that freaking cruel? Engaging with me? Asking for favors that are well beyond the scope of what would be expected? He's just taking, right? Reveling in the fact that he might still get something from me? I don't want to help him, and he certainly wouldn't do the same for me. Why am I even questioning not helping him? Definitely seems to be a kind of swirl and a mix-up of emotions. OP is a very caring person and you can tell. They probably have some people-pleaser tendencies and whatnot. The bottom line here is this guy steamrolled you, and there is no way you need to continue letting that steamroll in your life. I just think you will be way more happier when you finally let that go. Our next story is, what should I, female 25, do with my boyfriend, male 32, who keeps bringing up cosmetic procedures I should get done? My boyfriend, male 32, and I, female 25, have been together for four years now, and I get frustrated about things he says to me. He's been very casually talking about my appearance and telling me aspects I should fix including things like my weight and my face. I got fed up with him and showed my annoyance and he gets upset that I get upset. For some background, my boyfriend and I are both Korean, but he's born and raised Korean while I grew up in the US and only came back here as an adult. So there's definitely a cultural difference. He's been pretty insecure about his own appearance for a while now. He wants to bulk up like those gym bros on Instagram and constantly asks what I think about his body and if there's any difference. I see him regularly, about once a week, and I tell him I can't tell any difference, but he still asks pretty much every time I see him. I also don't make any comments about his appearance, unless it's to say he has hard muscles or has a cute little belly. I'm pretty body neutral about myself, but I'm still pretty confident about my appearance. He's been casually fat shaming me for about 2 years now, as I've gained about 10 pounds since we first started dating, and keeps making comments about how I should work harder to lose weight. I do want to slim down, so I started going back to the gym, but I also have PCOS, which makes it harder for me to lose weight, which he's now aware of, yet still makes comments. He also said how I should get a nose job because I have a beak-like nose, meaning I have a slight bump on my nose. I have no idea what he's talking about, by the way, since I don't see it. And he's even been half-jokingly telling me to stop smiling because I have deepening smile lines. Yesterday, he kept saying I should get a procedure that would melt the fat on my chin so I would have a slimmer face. I don't care what people do regarding cosmetic procedures. I've gotten some things done and want to do some things. And my boyfriend's also gotten a few things done and I don't shame him or tell him not to do it. However, he actively tells me things I should change and it annoys me. We had an argument about this a month ago, and I told him he has to stop criticizing, and he said he would, but it's the same thing again. I wanted to break up with him back then, because it seemed like he didn't know that the things he was saying were freaked up, and he really just wanted to help. He said he would stop, but it's the same thing again, and now I really think I should end it. But considering his age and how long we've been together, even agreeing on getting married, I'm very afraid of breaking up. I would ask OP this... I would say look at the relationship, identify if you are genuinely happy outside of these things that he is bringing up and doing, and if you think there's a possibility that they would be able to do better. 
If so, something like couples therapy would be very reasonable. Our next story is, my long distance partner, 32 year old male, lied to me, 30 year old female, about his name. I'll try to make this as short as possible. We met almost 8 months ago in an online group, so alias names were used because, well, the internet. We've talked every day pretty well all day, including video and phone calls and met back in June for the first time. Everything was truly so amazing, he drove about 10 hours to see me. Alright now, I found out on my own that his alias name isn't his real name. Totally cool except for the fact that we discussed names, similar to others I know, last names, etc. I mean the topic came up multiple times. I've even joked, haha if so and so is your real name, and he never came forward. We also spent the entire weekend together, intimacy and all, and I've been calling him the wrong name the entire time. This obviously led to me raising an eyebrow. What else are you withholding from me or half-truthing me on? I know he owns a business and he's nearing the end of a divorce process in court. I know what he has told me, but I don't really have proof. He reluctantly sent confirmation of said divorce to me and everything lined up. And I understand his concern for privacy, respecting boundaries, etc. So I didn't dig further on that and moved on, however. It's been a few weeks and my mind is still reeling. I don't have proof he lives where he says he does or owns the company he says he does and he hasn't been forthcoming with proving any of it. There are a lot of things that just don't line up and I feel off about things still. Everything beyond this is so freaking incredible I could absolutely see a life with this man. His energy seems very genuine. I just can't help but feel there's still stuff being hidden. Okay, thanks for making it this far. Have a blessed day. I mean, I would hope that this guy would be forthcoming. Honestly, are they hiding their name because they want to hide stuff? Like, could you in theory find out more about his other life? I just would probably be too sketched out by this whole thing, not gonna lie. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.